The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. But our own resident, Dr. Eleanor Galvin. Eleanor, how are you? Good, thank you. As always, buckets of uh, questions. Um, an interesting one to start off with says, quick question for the doctor. I'm a fit and healthy woman. I'm a non-smoker. I'm not overweight. But over the past month, I have a throbbing in a varicose vein on the inside of my lower leg. It comes and goes and is annoying. Any advice? Uh, I would think it would be a good idea to have it seen too. Um, she may well have thrombophlebitis and inflammation of it and might need some medicine to settle it. But also just to make sure that is what it is. You, you know, because we don't really have any guarantee that what is throbbing in her inner thigh is a varicose vein unless somebody has a look at it. It could be a cyst. It could be something else as well. And remind me, with varicose veins, is it surgery? Is it lasers? Is it medicine that tends to get It all depends on how big they are or if they're causing you any bother. A uh, text asking, is there anything that can be done to boost memory? I'm 74. Yeah, keep really active. Talk to people. Go out and about. Um, Look at Paul McCartney. He's 80. I, fit as a fiddle. I, I have a 98-year-old who, who's sharper than anybody. Um, the the key to it is to, to keep using your brain. Make sure your cholesterol is right. Make sure all your baseline things are right. Uh, and and have a little check on your memory as you get older because if it's starting to slip there is medication you can take so it, it's important For that, memory is there? Yeah there is um, and, and it does work quite well to halt the progression of dementia in some um, so, so it is worth um, always going not just presuming I'm just getting a bit forgetful but just to go and have a look at it. Uh, text asking I'm in my mid-30s male I was wondering if it's worthwhile going into my GP to get a full checkup. I feel physically fine but should I now start to go and get my bloods done or any other <laughs> needling and poking to make sure I'm in good working order or would it be a waste of time resources and money? He wouldn't be saying that it was about his car would he? <laughs> um, yeah of course it's a good idea go and get a baseline get all your bloods done make sure you're fine have a chat about your family history because what we're finding is people are presenting with earlier with things that are coming down through families colon cancer being one people are starting to screen people sooner for uh, for some of these things that were in families rather than before where they might have thought over 40 over 50 um, so just have a little well, can I ask a question about this because yeah. I have a friend who is uh, an American and yeah. being an American they do this yearly checkup thing yeah. that we yeah. don't tend to do and in uh, he's, he's not going to hear this so I'm going to give you most yeah. of his medical history in public he's had uh, an, a heart incident now the heart incident occurred between two checkups and after five years of checkups yeah. none of which noticed the heart incident and you sort of think, what was the point of all of that? Yeah, and, and see, having a checkup is not a guarantee that forevermore now you have a 12 month guarantee like a car. <laughs> we don't do that. So it means today now, this is everything that's right. This is what's wrong. Address that. But we can't guarantee you for the next 50,000 miles. But do you, when you do checkups, find things that... We sometimes find the weirdest and most uh, extraordinary things, but then an awful lot of time we find nothing. And that's a debate about the use of resources, isn't it? Whether or not we should be trying to fix the broken people we have or look for other things. But if you have a, a family history or you're not feeling well, and it's a good idea, not every year in your 30s, my God, maybe twice in your 30s, just be seen, make sure your blood pressure is fine, make sure your bloods are normal. And that if you have a family history of something that needs a screening, that you have it done. 
Interesting one. I'm 30 weeks pregnant. I have a bad sinus infection. I've been treating with sinus rinse and acupuncture and taking Sudafed. I'm going into week three of horrible pain in my left cheekbone and pressure plus left nostril completely blocks up. Is there anything else I can do? Should I get antibiotics? How long does it normally last? That's the worst thing about pregnancy isn't it? All the meds that you oh, can't take. I, I would say, say that some of the lists that she called out there she possibly shouldn't be taking when she is pregnant and she would be better off to go and see somebody have someone look up her nose and give her something that is that is entirely safe. It may well be that sometimes when you're pregnant you have um, more propensity to get an infection or to take hold and she may well need an antibiotic while we might hold it off and somebody else she may well need it. So before she goes and puts any more stuff up her nose uh, she should probably have somebody have a look at it. Uh, another one saying um, I'm female, 45 why am I suddenly getting UTI? So that's urinary tract infections. I never used to get them before, but I've had a few now over the past couple of years. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, she she could be perimenopausal. It could be vaginal dryness. She might have had a few babies. It might be a little bit of a prolapse of her womb. Um, she probably needs to have a little have it looked at, have it and have it checked. She may need an ultrasound just to see. But one of the symptoms of perimenopause is an increase in UTIs or is one of the possible yeah, side effects. Yeah, absolutely. From vaginal dryness, which is easily fixed. With drugs, yeah. Another one saying, I've been told to deal with a gallstone, but I am reluctant to get the procedure. How long can I put it off for? See, By the way, is a gallstone and a bladder stone the same thing? Uh, God, no. Gauss, a gallstone, and a, but they're both stones and they're both inside in muscular bags. But a gallstone is much more likely to run into trouble faster. So if you have been told you have a gallstone and need to get it out, it's obviously of a size that somebody thinks is going to cause you a problem. So you either decide to get it out now or at two o'clock in the morning when you land in A&E with an awful pain in your side. And so two out of three of people who've had a gallstone uh, episode where they've been diagnosed end up in A&E if they don't get it done. So, you know, and the person who looked at that stone and said that needs out thought, well, that's of a size that needs out. Didn't think Ah, that's fine. So I think you're probably better off to so once follow the you, advice. Let me get the numbers right on this. Once somebody has said that probably needs to come out, there's a two thirds chance that if you don't listen to them, you're on the way to A&E. Yeah, to get and you'll be getting it done in, a, in an emergency situation after probably lying on a trolley for a long time, which is much nicer to get it done, you know, where you when check you in and, and you have your day around breakfast it. before you go in. And yeah, absolutely. How do they get it out? And they generally do it laparoscopically now, which is like through keyhole and you get through your belly button and two other one stitch kind of holes in your stomach. And that's generally, now it's still operating and they're still cutting inside, but it's not as big a deal as it was. What's the hospital policy on keeping bits that they remove out of you? Sometimes people do ask if they can bring home their gallstones or kidney stones or all sorts of things like that. I think it's kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. It's a curiosity. Because I, I don't know if I, I've, I, this book that I have mentioned before in air, the thing of the history of surgery and whatever, yeah. 17 operations, that the, one of the pictures in it is a man in the 1800s with his own bladder stone that he removed himself okay. using tools he built himself. But there's a certain pride in saying, I got this out. Wow. Well, I don't know. I think he needs other sorts of help too. That was a really strange story. <laughs> but it also, what I found interesting about it was his it, pain it, threshold. It shows the pain, but it also oh. shows the pain that the stone can cause yeah. if you say it's worth doing this to get rid of it. We will move on. Another one. Um, I'm female, late 50s. This is a fairly recent development, but uh, intercourse has recently become uncomfortable for me. It never was before. I'm wondering if this is related to my age or could it be something more serious? Yeah, and again, this is back to possibly vaginal dryness of menopause, but also it could be, is is her smear test up to date? Um, does she have a prolapse? 
um, she would probably need to have a little check down there to see what is going on make sure there's nothing and make sure uh, that it is that is just dry have a pelvic ultrasound um, try some topical oestrogen uh, vaginal oestrogen make sure she's no prolapse and then things will go back to normal she can get that addressed but of course it could be something sinister it can always be something sinister but it's easy to go and check up yeah, because I assume people to some extent believe that things are a function of age, whatever age they may be. But they yes. think, yeah, this is just happening to me because I'm now 40, 50, 60, 78, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, but I suppose it's not to always. not accept that always, you know. Uh, male 47. I have been experiencing terrible acid reflux. Could this point to something more nefarious or is it just eating and drinking acidic things? Yeah, like, see, I'm not clairvoyant. I can't tell if it's something. Um, <laughs> but... What I would say to them is do the sensible things for a few weeks. Don't smoke, don't drink, try and reduce your stress, reduce your spicy food, take an over-the-counter tablet like omeprazole for three, four weeks. And if at that stage you're still having reflux, go get a scene. You probably need a scope for somebody to look into your stomach, make sure you don't have an ulcer or something more nefarious. I remember discussing with a friend of mine um, a, a heartburn and him saying that he found that he had been having it a lot recently after eating pepperoni pizza, yeah. whiskey and Marlboro. It's like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that will be a contributory factor. He could cure himself. <laughs> um, one uh, quick one just before we wrap up. I have a full ache at the lower back ribs that comes and goes even when not moving. Also something similar in neck. I assume that is one of those that could be 900 million different possible things. Yeah, um, but an ache when you're not moving, um, I suppose, is, is maybe more likely to be slightly nefarious than one when you're moving. So I would say that one would, would definitely need to go and be seen. Um and, and it could be it could be a million things. And we should obviously say that because there's, as always, when you're in Eleanor, there's way more text than we can possibly get to. But don't rely on us for medical diagnosis. If there is anything that is concerning you, go to the GP. Yeah, they're quite good at solving these things. Right, but we try to do. Eleanor Galvin, thank you so much. That is our re- resident uh, GP, Dr. Eleanor Galvin, and she's familydoctors.ie if you are trying to hunt her down. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.